0: The following five audio tracks entitled Haridas Arrested, Lashed in 22 Markets, Haridas's Mystic Potency, Snake in the Cave, and Haridas and the Snake Charmer are from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Adi Kanda, Chapter 16 by Vrindavan Das Thakur. Prilaharidas Thakur was born in the village called Budhana, and because of his presence, many people became purified and took up the chanting of the holy name. After some years, he left his village and traveled to a place near the river Ganga. He finally settled in the village of Pulia near Shantipur. Advaita Acharya Prabhu was overjoyed to meet Srila Haridas Thakur in Navadweep and expressed his joy by roaring loudly. Haridas Thakur was similarly swept away by the waves of ecstatic Krishna Prema in the transcendental company of Advaita Acharya Prabhu. Srila Haridas Thakur passed his time wandering upon the banks of the Ganga, chanting the name of the Supreme Lord. Krishna Haridas had absolutely no attraction for material enjoyment. The holy name of Lord Krishna continuously vibrated on his tongue, creating an extraordinary beauty. Never for a moment did he feel any apathy toward the chanting of the holy name of Krishna. He remained always absorbed, tasting the nectar of devotional service. He occasionally danced in ecstasy or cried in lamentation, while at other times he lay still in a state of unconsciousness. Sometimes he spoke in mysterious languages and later explained the meaning of his words. All the ecstatic symptoms of love of Krishna were manifest in him. Profuse crying, horripilation, laughing— Fainting and perspiration. It was common to see Srila Thakur dancing while he sang out the glories of Lord Krishna's name. People would gather around him just to see the unrestricted tears of Krishna Prema that flowed profusely from his eyes, drenching his entire body. Even the strictest atheists marveled at his behavior. Horipolation swelled across his body like thousands of blooming flowers, and even Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva were amazed by his devotion. In the village of Pulia, even the ritualistic Brahmins were sincerely impressed, if not astonished, by Śrīla Das Thakur's spiritual ecstasies. The people of the village held the saint in full respect, and having won their trust, he lived there quite peacefully. He bathed daily in the Ganga and roamed freely, chanting the Lord's name. The local Muslim magistrate authority, known as the Qazi, became envious of Hari das Thakur's popularity and reported to the Nawab, the ruling Muslim landholder. This man is acting like a Hindu. Arrest him! and punish him appropriately. The envious words of the sinful Qazi sparked an immediate response from the equally sinful Nawab, and Haridās Thākur was arrested and brought forth. Having received the mercy of Lord Krishna, Haridās had neither fear of the Muslim authorities nor even death itself. With the name of the Lord on His lips, Haridas, appeared before the Nawab. When devotees and other pious persons in the locality of the Nawab's palace heard that the Saint Haridas was coming, they were extremely happy. But when they subsequently learned that he was coming as a captive of the Muslim ruler, they were horrified. Previously, many religious people had been terrorized and incarcerated by the Muslims. These prisoners were happy to learn that Haridas might be joining them. His presence in their miserable situation would certainly eradicate their suffering. These prisoners even requested the prison wardens to allow them unrestricted association with Srila Haridas. When Srila Thakur was brought into the prison, he looked compassionately at all the prisoners who immediately prostrated themselves at his lotus feet. His long, graceful arms, which extended to his knees, his lotus eyes, and his charming moonlike face enchanted everyone. They offered their most sincere respects to the saint, and love for Krishna stirred in their hearts. Sri Haridas Thakur was pleased with the tremendous devotion that had grown in their hearts, and blessed them. Just remain as you are. However, the miserable prisoners could not grasp the depth of that blessing, and they felt quite dejected. Haridās could see their misunderstanding and compassionately explained himself. My blessing to you is that you will remain as you are, but please do not feel dejected. I could never wish you any misfortune. I simply desire that the love you now feel for Krishna. Should always remain the same. From now on, chant Lord Krishna's name and constantly remember his pastimes, inspiring one another to retain your present devotion to Krishna. Violence and tyranny are absent in the spiritual world. So sincerely cry out for Krishna's help and constantly think of him. When you are released from this prison, Neither return to your old materialistic ways nor associate with degraded or sinful people because one can never cultivate love for the Supreme Lord Krishna by living a mundane life. You should know that Krishna is unobtainable for the materialistic person. A materially engrossed mind is shaped by unwanted, mischievous desires. The attachment for wife children, family, and other such illusions brings about destruction. If, by divine arrangement, any person reaches the platform of pure devotion, certain realizations dawn upon him and he gradually becomes detached from material life, giving himself instead to the worship of the Supreme Lord. However, if that person returns to his materialistic life His mind will certainly become contaminated by capricious, mischievous desires. I certainly do not want you to remain prisoners forever, but I do pray that you develop a distaste for material pleasures. Please chant the holy name of the Lord. My blessing was meant to free you from this present material condition and ensure that you remain happy in love for Krishna. I look upon everyone equally and wish the best for all living entities. I pray that you may develop unflinching devotion for Krishna. Do not be sad. You will be freed within two or three days. You may believe me. Once you leave this prison, you may live in the forest or you may live in your home, but always think of Krishna and try to cultivate spiritual life. Having showered his unrestricted mercy upon the prisoners, Haridas went before the Nawab.